shoes It's Jesus in the everyday me and you The good news in shoes This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. What are the key elements to being a Christian? Well, you may not be dead physically, but according to the Word of God, until Jesus Christ comes into your life, you are dead spiritually. That means you are dead toward God. That means that God can't communicate with you. You can't communicate with God. Dr. David Jeremiah gives us insight into basics of the Christian faith. Next time on Turning Point. Listen to Turning Point at 12.30 p.m. Monday through Friday on the Good News Station, WCNO. Tired of raking your mulch back into your garden bed? Or have you replaced wood siding or a garage door because of rain damage? Gutter Guy Seamless Gutters, the rain drainage expert can help. With 12 different colors to match your home's exterior, the Gutter Guy manufactures and installs 5, 6, and 7-inch seamless gutters. For repairs or gutters for the entire house, Gutter Guy is ready to service all your rain drainage needs. Gutter Guy, a corporate underwriter of WCNO, is available at 334-3139. The summer camp experience is about to heat up. If you're the parents of students in the 5th through 8th grade, it's time to crank it up at the Firehouse Youth Center in Fort Pierce. For just $55 a week, it's the G-Force Extreme Summer Camp. Free breakfast and lunch included. Remember, it's now just $55 weekly, and this huge discounted rate applies to the first 50 campers registered. For 1st through 4th graders, the day camp experience includes fantastic parties, a huge gaming center, outdoor field, as well as arts and crafts, slime wars, and two field trips weekly. And for little learners, 2 to 5 years old, it's G-Force Explorers. Just $85 per week. It's a safe and fun camp with bike days, water play, arts and crafts, music and movement, bounce house, horsey rides, organic gardening, and more. Presented by Truth Church and Golden Rule Academy. For more information, please call 772-464-1597. Our huge discount scholarship rate applies to the first 50 K-8 grade campers registered with a student assistance scholarship program rate only $55 a week. Golden Rule is a not-for-profit. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. I'm here to tell you this morning, you don't have to be afraid about gay marriage or health care or immigration. You ain't got to worry about that stuff. You don't have to be nervous about all these issues because most of the world, they don't live in a Christian culture anyway. They don't know what it's like to be right. Come on, somebody. Amen. Sinners are doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're sinning. That's what they do. They're sinners. Can I just tell you, in those environments where evil is abounding, the church of Jesus Christ will always flourish. It will always grow. Why? Because believers are salt and light. Touch somebody and say, I'm salt and light. True believers don't depend on the government to legislate morality. They realize that morality can only come by the Spirit of God and by changing the hearts of those people that God has called them to impact and change. The only way you're going to change somebody is to love them. Hmm? It's through relationship. 
Pass all the laws you want. You want to change somebody? Build a relationship with them. You want to see a homosexual go straight? Make a friend out of a homosexual and begin to love them and show them the truth and be their friend and don't criticize them and don't condemn them, but give them Jesus. In the United States of America, we have the privilege of electing officials here that represent our values. And we should do all we can to elect the people that reflect our values as best as possible. Amen? But how many of you know our trust is in not what happens in the halls of Congress or the corridors of the White House or or in the judicial system or the Supreme Court? Our trust is in the Lord Jesus Christ. He's our master. He's our father. He's our God. If your trust is in the Lord, there's no way you cannot be full of joy. He's the joy giver. He's the way maker. Amen. Our happiness rests in Jesus, not on the laws that just passed. We got so many Christians getting bent out of shape because they don't like the fact that the world is going to hell. Guess what? The world's going to hell. Get busy and do something. We can never, listen to me, we can never become intimidated by our culture. We are called to be people of impact. We are to impact the people that God puts in our lives. Not run from them, not criticize them, not put them down. Leonard Sweet writes in one of his books on the modern generation and he says this, the generation that we are called to impact processes things differently than the previous generation. They're a generation that did not grow up with a biblical experience. They don't know about Bible school. Say, what does that mean to me, pastor? That means when you're talking to people today in this generation, they have no concept of the Bible. They don't understand it. They think Jesus Christ, JC, is just has something has something to do with that gold cross they wear around their neck that they don't even know why they wear it around their neck. Huh? They don't even talk the same way. That means when you communicate with people of the world, you have to talk to them like they do not understand scripture. You don't roll up on somebody that ain't never heard nothing from the Bible and say, the righteousness of Jesus Christ and God. They don't know what you're talking about. Righteousness to them is the clothes they're wearing. These are righteous clothes. They don't have any clue how God operates. How I many know there's a lot of people out there, they don't understand your religious jargon. We got people that are so far up in the spiritual prophetic world, they, they, they wonder the world looks at us like we're crazy. Thus saith the Lord, thou wilt thou die, thus thee. What? Maybe you ought to go back to the 16th century. Try it out there. Come on, they've got to be able to understand what we're talking about. Amen? When you go to work on Monday and you start talking about God, they have no clue who you're talking about. You, say, you go to work and you say, man, we had a powerful move of the Holy Ghost Sunday. People were getting slain in the spirit and the glory of God filled the house. They think you're on drugs. Huh? The glory of God filled the house. Well, where did all the people go if the glory was filling the house? How'd they fit? I'm telling you, they think in whole different terms. They don't have a clue what we're talking about. As a matter of fact, it really just sounds a little bit scary to most folks. Hmm? Listen, I hang out with sinners. Newsflash. I was talking to this couple the other day. We're out in the garage. And I was, her husband was doing some work on a motorcycle. I said, where's your wife? She's down at the Gay Pride Festival serving drinks at the bar. I said, oh, that's nice. I thought, wow. 
I have got a golden opportunity here. Thank you for the setup, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So she comes home later. We're out in the garage talking. I said, hey. I said, so you ever been in church? Oh, I've been to Pentecostal church one time. It scared the mess out of me, she said. I said, yeah. She said, I'm going to tell you what. She said, I've heard people speak in tongues, and I know that some people speak in tongues. She said, but I went to a church, and everybody in there spoke in tongues. And they were yelling. And people were falling down. And I knew that is not God. That is not God. That's the devil. I got out of there as fast as I could. Scared her to death. Come on, I'm serious now. Folks, we're living in a different age today. We, we, we can't conduct church the way church was conducted in the charismatic 70s and 80s. If we're going to rescue people from the culture, then we've got to present the gospel in a way that they understand because they have never heard the gospel the way that we have heard the gospel. They have to know the love of the Father. You know what Jesus did? He related to the culture that he lived in. When Jesus was hanging out at the docks with fishermen, he talked about fish. When he was out in the fields with shepherds, he talked about sheep. When he was in the marketplace, he talked about money. Come on, anybody seen a picture here? When he was hanging out with farmers, he talked about farming. He related to people where they were. But we get all saved, sanctified, full of the Holy Ghost, and we want people to relate to where we are. And they don't have a clue. Amen? And Leonard Tweed's book, he distinguishes the four characteristics of generation. The first thing he says about this next generation is, he says they're experiential. Somebody say experiential. experiential. In other words, they want to experience something. Now, we know a lot about that experience, don't we? Because in the charismatic Pentecostal church, we experience Jesus. We experience his love. We experience his fellowship. Amen. Amen. And the charismatic Pentecostal movement was birthed in a time when people really weren't clued in about or excited about that kind of having church. Matter of fact, the charismatic Pentecostal church got a lot of criticism, didn't it? I mean, if you grew up in the church, you know that. And crazy Pentecostals, that's what they called us, crazy Pentecostals. Anybody ever been called a crazy Pentecostal? You know why? Because charismatic people, Pentecostal people, experience God. We experience God. Now we have this sociologist telling us that the generation we're ministering to is a generation that wants to have an experience. They want to experience something. Can you say amen this morning? Yes, sir. Amen. Hey, just see how God just works through yeah. the church. Yeah. How God wants to work through you. See, my dad's generation, they were very analytical. Anybody got any analytical parents? Uh-huh. Yeah. They analyze everything. Hmm? But now we're coming to a generation where they're not into analyzing everything. They just want to experience everything. They don't want to know how it works. They just want to be a part of how it works. They just, if it works, it works. Let me be a part of it. Back in the 40s and 50s, the only people that jumped out of airplanes were paratroopers. Did you know that? Now you can turn on ESPN Extreme Sports. You've got people jumping out of airplanes with parachutes on and skis on their feet. They parachute down to the side of a mountain, drop the parachute, ski down the mountain, then jump off that mountain and pull another parachute. It's crazy. They want to experience it. Back then, back in the 40s and 50s, people used to climb a mountain to go get some water. Now we got people hanging off the side of a mountain with little tiny little things dangling thousands of feet above the ground with their fingers in a little hole right there holding them. I'm thinking, dear God, why are they climbing that mountain? Because it's fun. <laughs> now, 
That might be fun for some folks, but I'm not really, I, you know, if you want to hang off the side of a mountain by a little tiny string and a little pick that you drag, go ahead. But if I don't have to, I ain't going to. Anybody with me? Yes, sir. Hmm? We're living in a time where people want to experience life. And can I say this to you? That's good for the kind of church we have. Yes. That's good for the kind of church that we have. Amen? That's good for the kind of church that we are. Because today people want to come into a church where they can experience something, where they can actually feel the love of God, where they can feel the embrace of a father that they never had. Can I just tell you that we have young ladies walk into church every day that have dysfunctional relationships with their father, and they're just looking for somebody to be a father figure to them. We have young men that walk into church every Sunday that are looking for a right relationship with another man in their life or where they can experience a fatherly relationship that they've never had before. They want to experience something. Amen. The other thing Leonard Sweet says about this next generation, he says they're participatory. They like to participate in things. They want to be a part of something. They want to feel a part of the collective. They want to feel part of the unity. In other words, they don't want something done for them. They want to be part of something they can do themselves. I've seen this even with my own son, Michael. I, I, he grew up, I always wanted to do everything for him. Now he just wants to do everything for me. I got to change my tire. I'll do it. I told him today, I said, I got, I got a lowering link for my bike. I said, I'm going to put my lowering link on the bike. You want to help me? He goes, you know, I'm just going to do it for you. <laughs> I said, okay, I'll hand you the wrench. <laughs> I just had that conversation this morning. Just want to do it. Isn't that cool? Yeah. They want to participate. That means they, they want to release the gifts that are on the inside of them. That's why it's important for Truth Church to equip people for the destiny of their life that God ordained them for we got to be busy about equipping people. Amen? Amen. When you come to this church, you don't just come to the church to keep the ministry going. No, 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 no. God's put Truth Church in your life to help keep you going, help you discover Woo! your destiny, to help keep you moving. You're no longer here just to help keep us going. We're here to help keep, help keep you going. We all help keep each other going. So Truth Church is part of this participation because we realize that this generation wants to be part of a ministry. They want to get their hands dirty. They want to get yes. their feet wet. They want to get in. They want to be included. They're not sideline Christians. They want to be a part of it. Somebody said they want to be a part of it. I want to be a part of it. Listen, one of my prayers when I pray over this house is that God would allow us more opportunities for people to get involved. More opportunities where they fit. Because some people just get involved in places they don't fit and then we all know it and we all have a fit. Mm. Number three, he said this, they are image driven. Somebody say image driven. How many know the world talks in images today? Little symbols become messages. Well, you know, when you see that little check mark on somebody's shirt or you see that little check mark on somebody's tennis shoe, you don't need anybody to tell you that that's Nike. Right. We all know that it's Nike, right? right? Well, if you didn't know, it's because you haven't been paying attention to the images. But if you 